welcome to 15 Minutes of Game, an improvised podcast about improv because the internet needed another one. I'm Matt. And I'm Brian, and Matt and I are both performers and teachers with CT Comedy Theater in Hartford, Connecticut. And we're going to try and explain improv comedy concepts to you in 15 minutes or less. From the moment the podcast starts, which means the clock is already running. Because if we can't explain something in 15 minutes, we'll never be able to explain it at all. Now, here's the rules of our podcast. Matt and I both know the concept or idea we'll cover on this episode, but we have not discussed it ahead of time, so we'll probably disagree and confuse each other. So sit back and enjoy the next 14 minutes and 19 seconds while we talk about improv for sketch comedy. Yeah. So uh, improv, uh, sketch comedy, I guess we should start out with the definition of that before we talk about improv for it. Uh-huh. Right, yeah. sketch comedy is uh, is just like short written uh, comedic pieces um, can be performed live or filmed, um, but I think you know most people will know sketch when they see it, like uh, Kids in the Hall or um, uh, The State, yeah, you know, stuff like that. Saturday Night Live, that minor Saturday Night Live reference. Call. You blew right by. I never you, heard of you, it. I forgot. I forgot that you uh, tried out. I, mm-hmm. They don't know who you very, are. You very stormed bitter. the stage as a complete stranger. Mm-hmm. I was not invited. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's be clear. It did not go well. I uh, <laughs> I apologize, Lauren. Um, can I call you, Lauren? <laughs> he's a, he's an avid listener, so he'll let us. Know. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's written short little funny vignettes. I mean, we talk about sketch comedy. I think it's what pe- most people even sometimes think improv is because it's on stage yeah. and it's a bunch of people. Yeah, totally. Um, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, yeah, another difference I would say it, most of the time for sketch is, well, one, it's written, so it's memorized. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's costumes, props, wigs, makeup, typically, where improv is traditionally uh, a bunch of people on an empty stage with a couple of chairs and your props are pantomimed and your costumes are assumed things like that that's a big difference yeah I think. totally and you may have some tech depending on how the theater goes in improv yeah like uh you might have some lighting cues and some sound cues um depending on how good your tech person is or if there even is a tech person right um Whereas in sketch, you definitely will have sound and lighting cues, um, usually, because cool. it you know helps delineate the thing. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so improv for sketch. Yeah. Um, what is what do you mean by that, Brian? Yeah, I threw this topic up here, and Matt said yes, and then I delayed on it three weeks <laughs> before we recorded yeah. it because I was like, oh, I don't know if I have fifteen minutes because it kind of gets blurry. So, mm-hmm. um. Well, hey, let's just start. A lot of folks will sign up for courses, at least the ones I've taught, and I know, Matt, you've taught. Say, oh, well, you know, I really like writing a sketch, and I thought this would help. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we take them through a bunch of short-form exercises, and I think at that point it probably feels pretty different. Like, how does playing a game like... Um, Sit, ooh, stand, kneel. Thank God, man. I couldn't think of a single short-form game. Um, mm-hmm. How does, yeah, sit, stand, or kneel, lie down, whatever, help you with sketch? But I do think, um, let's just dive into it. This is how I think improv helps. Um, in order for improv to go well, it should be very simple and clear 
and you're mm-hmm. agreeing and adding versus a whole bunch of ideas and just goes insane right away. Uh, I think sketch more times than not, when it's clear and simple and relatable, it hits. Totally. Mostly. Not always, but mostly. Usually, you know, that, that 1255 sketch that SNL does, it's always nuts, is hit or miss. <laughs> when it hits, it's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, I very much agree with that. Um, one of the things that I think a lot of people, like you said, uh, take improv classes so they can get better at sketch. Um, and one of the things that improv can really do to help you hone your, um, your sketch voice is it can teach you how to play game. Um, and game is really a big driver in uh any sketch scene or mm-hmm. most sketch scenes i shouldn't say any sketch scene um <clears throat> and that's because uh like you said it helps to simplify things and it helps to really um really hone in on the thing that you are the main idea within the sketch uh-huh. or the main idea within the scene um so uh you can have um, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite sketches is uh, from UCB, um, the TV show, and it's uh, the Ass Penny sketch. Um, oh, you've told me about and, this, and I've yet to see it. Go ahead. Uh, there, there's these guys out on a golf course, and um, somebody, one of them is, uh, I think it's Ian, um, is this really like high powered lawyer looking guy and he's like you know what the secret to my success is every time i get a penny i shove it up my ass (laughs) and then i spend it and then i know that anybody who i talking to who i'm talking to has probably held a henny a penny that's been up my ass and that (laughs) totally levels the playing field for me so like the game of that sketch is basically um the saying, like, imagine the audience in their underwear, taken to an extreme. Like, trying to make yourself more comfortable, taken to an extreme. Level. Right. Yeah, I think uh, using sketch to help define game is really helpful in an improv class. And then if you're mm-hmm. learning game, it helps your sketch writing because it, you can just uh, whittle your way down to the unusual thing. Um, I mean, I use sketches all the time when I'm teaching game oh me i too. do it in intro uh and that's because i think game is it's a really well labeled thing like it's a great word for something that we intrinsically know if you've laughed at a joke mm-hmm. or a movie you, you do recognize game when you put yeah. this weird word game on it it's harder so like or like the keen peel one where you have the teacher who's mispronouncing everyone's names mm-hmm. aaron bilake jaquelin mm-hmm. super simple he's a hard-nosed inner city teacher so of course now he goes to this white bread school and pronounces his every name as if it were inner city Mm-hmm. That's the whole sketch, and it is hysterical. Um, mm-hmm. And that's it. I mean, I, I bet they did. And I wonder, let's go back to the topic. I have a gut feeling that they were just riffing while they're like goofing around and mispronounced someone's name on purpose, and boom, just ripped through it and had a sketch. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, there's um, a game I mean, that we play all the time called Beat the Game to Death. Mm-hmm. You're doing a scene in a class. The unusual thing happens, and then you do a little tag run, which is where everyone can kind of jump in, pause the scene, and then jump in and add mm-hmm. their version of it and make it bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's most sketches. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, more more extreme or 
uh, specific examples of what the funny thing is. Yeah. Um, which is why he starts out with A.A. Ron and ends up with Jaqueline. Like, <laughs> B-Lock-A. <laughs> yeah. No one would pronounce it that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I think you're, you think you're probably very right because the head writer on, uh, on, uh, Key and Peele was, I think it was Ian, um, Roberts, who was one of the UCB four. Oh, I didn't and they have a ton that. of UCB. Yeah. And they have a ton of UCB members, um, mm-hmm. who are in, in and on that show and wrote for it. Um, but it is interesting. Like if you watch SNL and I'm, this is my opinion, like you can see a shift from not totally from, but you know, in the eighties, early nineties was a ton of character players. Cause I think they hit the groundlings mm-hmm. really hard. Um, oh yeah. And then UCB and IO, I think, started to not take over, but influence SNL. You know, Amy Poehler, um, Bobby Moynihan, all them, a lot of the writers, mm-hmm. of course. And then, yeah, it was much more just silly and game driven. Yeah. With still a ton so, of the greatest character actors you've ever seen, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Chris and Wig, awesome. Yeah. Um, Will Ferrell, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been talking a lot about um, using sketch to teach improv, oh, I yeah. think. We're supposed to do it the other way, right? Um, that's fine. Um, so in college, I was actually on a sketch team that mm-hmm. what we did to write our sketches was, or our shows, we wrote like 30-minute sitcoms every week. Um, oh, fun. And we would basically do a herald. Mm-hmm. We would come up with like a basic idea of a show that we wanted to do Um like uh we did one show that was uh what happened what would happen if encyclopedia brown was solving a real crime um and then we did a herald with that idea as the center of it and then we would uh we had one person who was like keeping track of the scenes that we did and everybody would just sort of like keep an idea of what the jokes they had told and like the interactions that they had done uh-huh. and then um after we did the whole herald we would talk th- talk it through and be like what did we like what do we hate and then we would redo it and keep the stuff we liked try and like incorporate more things that were similar to those and lose the stuff that we hated and then we uh-huh. would do that again and we would usually run it four or five times and by the fifth time we were like okay here's the show i took a um, workshop with kevin mcdonald and he said that's basically what kids in the hall did Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I just thought of something like it was uh, I heard a Tina Fey interview and she was talking about the difference between writing and improv. And I like this really honest answer. She's like, well, you know, the real zany improv is really made up on the spot. But she's like, but the stuff that we all know and watch long form improv, like, yes, it's made up. But really, it's just you're writing really fast in front of people. Mm-hmm. You're writing a sketch right in front of people. And like I wrote a couple of shows in Connecticut, two of them with my friend Josh. And that's all it was is like. He's, he's a premise machine, so he would come up with a silly idea, and then Bulldoze and Brian would show up and try to, like, l- rattle off <laughs> as many game moves as I could, and that's a sketch. Like, one of my favorite ones was we um, put a really high-end five-star restaurant in an airport, and just, like, okay, if that was true, then what else? Like, announcements <laughs> coming over the speaker, which was my one of my favorite parts, uh, people expecting just, like, chicken fingers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. people bringing their bags in, and he wouldn't allow it. Um, <laughs> That's one of my favorite that we put together. Um, but yeah, for improv, for, for sketch, like if you're just doing a scene and there's a little part of it that tickles you, mm-hmm. you can go back and just like expand upon that one thing. 
Like it doesn't have to be the whole scene. It's almost not a missed opportunity, but like, oh man, we hit that funny thing really late. I would love to know what else would happen. Write it. Totally. Um, in rehearsals, sometimes people will say, I'm going to write that sketch. Yep. Uh, it's like Josh a joke, that a but that's like, that's like a thing where it's like, oh, I love that idea. That was such mm-hmm. a good idea. It's like a yeah. shorthand version of it. Yeah. If, when um, something tickles you, jot it down and you can write the whole darn thing out. Um, Credit. Oh, that's I had a good something. idea. I've never actually written down, like I've written down like enough to, enough uh-huh. to not remember what my idea was. <laughs> yeah. But that's why it's, I think it's easier to write with someone. Like I'll just get, when we were in the middle of the shows, I would or not, when we were writing these things, I would just get a text. What about something like a plane that has 13 backup engines? I was like, all right. <laughs> and then we'd get together and we'd beat that game to death. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, one thing though, I want to say I, what we learned with the writing sketch different from improv is because you have props, costumes, you can actually cut a lot of the base reality out. Because if mm. I walk out in a pilot uniform, I don't have to mm-hmm. say I'm a pilot. Yeah. And that sounds like you're not saving a ton of time, but you are. You can just get to the silly. Well, you're also saving a ton of time by knowing in advance who you are and who you are to each other. Right. So, like, you don't have to – I mean, good improv doesn't have those awkward or as much of those awkward, like, hey, mom – uh, mm-hmm. sort of introductory sentences. I mean, it still happens. You just like, you see the bones less of it. Uh-huh. Whereas in a sketch, you can like actually know that in advance. I mean, you already know it, of course, because you wrote it and you rehearsed it. But the audience can also get a sense of it much quicker. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I think it's really close, especially long form improv Mm -hmm. i'm glad i remember that tina fey quote because that really resonated like yeah that is kind of what long form is it's not like when you think about the whole don't think uh mindset you know don't think just you Mm -hmm. know be in the moment and like well you are thinking a little bit because if you tell me something man i'm gonna think of something at least reasonable to say back i'm not really because that's what's in my brain Um, right so yeah well i think i think don't think is more of like don't second guess yourself. Like true. You have mm-hmm. a, if you have an idea, like, yeah, it might not be the funniest idea anybody's ever had, but it's going to be good enough for the stage. And right. People are gonna, and you just have to trust your teammate to go with you. Yeah. I think she was comparing it to like a sound and movement opener, which is just oh, bananas totally. that, you know, like that is true. You're just letting yeah. stuff fall out of your mouth. Like a follow the follower kind of monstrosity. <laughs> yeah, that's what people think improv is when they go see it. Like, oh no, I want to see a bunch of like memorized lines and wigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's what I think of when I think time improv. memorized. So we don't care what you think anymore, Matt, because that's fifteen minutes. I hope um, you noticed that I stopped speaking mid sentence. I yelled at you. I didn't mean to be that. that Fine. Um, yeah, but this is this is not cheating, but I remember. One that Josh and I wrote was it was after, after a rehearsal. I just mm-hmm. uh, he, he was doing the kid from Christmas Carol. It's like well today, yeah. tiny Tim, Christmas Day, right? And he's like the goose is big as me, and we wrote a whole sketch. Of, I think I muttered back and like as big as you. That's like eighty pounds. We just started laughing. <laughs> we wrote a whole sketch of the actual transaction of that kid buying an eighty-four pound goose. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> I didn't mean I, I was in it. I didn't try to do an English accent. <laughs> yeah. 
Cool. Well, I think we did okay accents there. Accents can be overrated. Yeah, I think that we got both. I think we got a good look at both sides of the improv and sketch idea. I think so. Um, Two thirds, one third. Yeah. Take a fine. sketch class, and then you'll see the similarities. Yeah. <laughs> I should probably take a sketch class at some point. See, I never have. There you go. <laughs> Cool. So who's the real expert? <laughs> uh, neither of us, man. We've proven that over the past 25 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good point. All right. Well, um, thank you for listening. Uh, yep. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, maybe you have a uh, – either you have more of an appreciation for improv because of mm-hmm. your love for sketch. Or you have an interest in sketch because of your love for improv. Um Brian certainly does both. Uh, I sort of do both. Um, and I enjoy both. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Uh, and you'll have plenty of time. I think we're doing one more episode and then a legitimately planned short break before our yeah. next so-called season. On purpose um, this time. But otherwise, no, thank you for listening. Check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we have a Facebook page that's very inactive and a Twitter page that's slightly less inactive. Um, but <laughs> Really? I thought the Facebook page was more active, at least with ads. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we're, we're, you know, if you have ideas that you want us to <laughs> talk about, uh, we're shills and we're totally happy to uh, take those from you and spew them back to you. That's right. Um, So until you tell us what to do, we're going to sign off. So thank you for listening. (laughs) Yeah. Bye.